Welcome to Larry Marini's America. Uh, today we're going to do the first segment on uh, podcasts for Batesville High School. Uh, we're going to be speaking to seniors and also uh, later we're going to have Oldenburg Academy. Uh, we're a very fortunate community at Batesville to have Batesville School Corporation, St. Louis and Oldenburg Academy, great learning centers for children. And uh, the, senior, the reason we're doing the seniors is uh, the, the high school students today are the future of our great republic. And be nice to uh, talk to seniors. And uh, before we start, I, I'm going to give you a little story about a, a Batesville graduate, Batesville High School graduate. Uh, about two months ago, I got a text from a young man named Adam Hollowell, and he graduated in 2020 from Batesville High, and he asked if it be okay that we'd have a phone conversation. And I said, well, sure. So anyway, about a couple hours later, he called me. And uh, he couldn't say enough about his education at Batesville High School. I mean, he said that he took advantage of getting college courses while I was there. And he um, happened to listen to one of my podcasts where my daughter Donna is an HR director for a large accounting firm in, ba in uh, Indianapolis. Uh, and they have like, uh, I guess, Somerset has 300 CPAs, and they were just bought out by a giant accounting firm. And he uh, asked if it would be possible to talk to her, give her, maybe she could give him some tips. So I contacted my daughter, Donna. She did a FaceTime with Adam. Couldn't say enough about him. Uh, energetic, smart. And obviously, though, he's looking for an internship well, you know, to graduate from college. I think he's got about a year to go. So uh, Donna couldn't use him. I mean, if he was an accounting major, she would have hit him immediately. But uh, after about 25 years at this firm, she's got a vast network. So. She's contacting people that she knows that will help him get uh, get an internship with a company involved in uh, HR directors, and it's it's kind of unusual that you know something like that happens. But when you, if you haven't started already, when you get in college, networking is really important. You not only make new friends, uh, someday you might be able to help them or they might be able to help you. And, uh, and in fact, uh, uh, I, I, we, I communicated back and forth with Adam and this past Sunday, uh, he stopped out here and he visited for about 45 minutes. We had a nice talk. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. So uh, since I'm old school, uh, Elena, you're going to be first ladies before gentlemen. Okay. Uh, 
tell the audience name, where you were born, uh, parents, grandparents, whatever you want to talk about first, then I'll go around the table. Hi, I'm Elena Kiesel. I was born in Kyoto, Japan, and I moved here when I was six weeks old. My parents are Jason and Emiko Kiesel. My grandparents are Jim and Pauline Kiesel. Okay, and uh, went to all through the Batesville school system. Yes, uh, okay. I went all through Batesville. Okay, uh, let's go to Ian next. Ian, my name is Ian Carpenter. I uh, was born in Fishers and then moved to Colorado. And then in fifth grade, I came to Batesville. Um, so I, from fifth grade on, I've been in the Batesville school system. My parents are Amy Glazer Carpenter and Kevin Carpenter, and my grandparents um, are Steve Glazer and Terry Glazer. Steve Glazer. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Steve was my doctor. I mean, uh, for well, I never. Yeah, one time I went for an exam. And she said, Larry, we can't find your records. And I said, look, I'm presumed dead because I, <laughs> it was about 20 years since I was there. But, uh, uh, you know, Steve's very soft-spoken. Yeah. And I used to always have to say, Steve, crank it up. <laughs> so, yeah, but, it's tough. Uh, interesting, interesting. Okay, Anthony? So my name is Anthony Mitchell. I was born in Columbus, Indiana. Um, I was raised in Jennings County and went to the school system until second grade, which I was fortunate enough to move here. Okay, so I presume, Anthony and Ian, and your parents moved here because of jobs, is that? Yeah, my parents uh, moved away because of jobs and then came back here because of family. Like, oh, okay, okay. And same situation for me. Same situation. Okay, let's go back to Elena. Uh, I, I'm looking at a little, little biography, so to speak, and you're one of three siblings, high school soccer captain. Uh, you participate in club soccer for many years in Cincinnati in 12 clubs, vice president of student council and National Honor Society, went to Spain this summer, born in Japan, exposed to Saturday Japanese school, visited every year until COVID hit. You're gonna graduate a semester early, which is great. Uh, you're going abroad to Japan, uh, wanting to be exposed to many things to grow, grow, taking internships and jobs, night classes to better my Japanese, time with family after five years of not seeing them, will come home in May uh, for graduation and then go to college in the fall. Okay. First of all, what are you, uh, this is very impressive by the way. Thanks. Uh, what, what's your interest? Do you have something that you're really interested in in college or have you decided on a major? So I plan to go into molecular science to study life development and then after that I'll go to medical school to eventually become a gynecologist. Okay, easy classes, huh? <laughs> Super. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, is, did you always want to go to medical school from the grade school on or did you think of something else? So I originally have always wanted to be a marine biologist 
until about two summers ago, I found out I had an ovarian tumor. I got that taken out at Children's, but I have to go to Children's every three months, and I love my gynecologist. She tells me all these cool things that she does, and I just found inspiration through her. Oh, that's great. That's and have you picked a school yet? Um, no, but I'm hoping to either go to Michigan, Notre Dame, or IU. I, or I hope you go <laughs> Notre Dame. I, I hope you're getting some kind of scholarship. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. I'm a Lily finalist though, so yeah. fingers crossed. Well, you know, uh, I, I have a, a grandson who was a National Merit Scholar, and uh, and he had a full ride to Texas A&M. He's He's actually an aerospace engineer. Oh my gosh. So, uh, and his mother is my oldest daughter. Uh, she has a master's degree, uh, taught after she graduated high school at the academy. And when she graduated uh, from IU, she taught at the academy for a couple years. but. I think she's been the head of the language department at Mount Notre Dame in Cincinnati for about 25 years. So uh, she's uh, and so the the brains, I, I guess, uh, and her husband's quite smart too. So I mean, I think it's fantastic. Uh, but someone told me not too long ago uh, that he might have an opportunity to go to Notre Dame, but no scholarship. Eighty-one thousand a year. <laughs> okay, but we'll come back to you. Okay. okay. Uh, Ian, let's go to you next. All right. Okay. Let me. And I don't have any. You're going to have to tell me about yourself. Okay. Here's a little biography from short biography of Ann Carpenter. Soccer for four years. Swim for a year. Golf for two years. You hate sports, huh? <laughs> uh, part of SRT Live. Explain SRT. So SRT Live is kind of like this, like a podcast, but it's for our school, and it kind of just brings you uh, along what we're going to do during the upcoming weeks and what sports are playing and all of that. So that started not too long ago, like five weeks ago, but it's every every Thursday every Thursday so the entire school gets to listen yeah so the entire school uh, gets to listen and it's pre-recorded so they play it uh, at whatever time they want during SRT like whenever um, it's usually in the beginning and uh, so yeah SRT is just when we have a uh, time in our in our school to kind of just like do all of our homework it's a it's a free class for everybody so. okay Okay, what you plan to do out of school? Volunteer, terrific. Uh, you're January 10th, you're leaving to go to Patagonia. Yeah. Explain. <laughs> okay, so um, so I, I put some of the stuff about volunteering, but Patagonia is uh, Argentina and Chile, kind of like a region in both of those. So uh, I'm mountaineering there, which is kind of just like climbing, but... I guess like uh, with ropes, <laughs> but uh, so we're I'm doing that for forty days or so, 
and that'll be with a, a profet like a professional that kind of knows what they're doing and hopefully they know what they're doing yeah. <laughs> so. just, just to digress for a minute uh, another Batesville High School graduate Scott Weisenbach I don't know if you know that name or not but Scott's um, I think he's 60 years old now on he is a fitness nut. He's got his wife running. They, I don't know how many, maybe 75 um, marathon, full marathons that he's run. Wife, maybe 50. They, they've uh, gone all over the world. They're an elite group of about uh, 6,000 that have ran these six major marathons, Japan, New York, London, and such. And he's a mountain climber. And when they go on vacation, he and his wife, Jill, his main name was Gigrich, they climb mountains. On his 60th uh, birthday, uh, Jill was supposed to go with him, but uh, her mother was ill. On his 60th birthday, he, meet, he reached the peak of Mount Kilimanjaro. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, that day, his mother-in-law died. But there's like, I I, I should have, re, re, if I knew, knew about this, I would have done some research because uh, he did a podcast, but I believe there's um, 40,000 people that attempt to reached the peak of Mount Kilimanjaro. By the way, he took the hardest route, too. And I think maybe 10,000 succeed every year. Uh, but it's it's just an amazing feat. But anyway, I just he's another Batesville High School. Yeah, that's really cool. What's his name? Uh, Scott Weisenbach. And so he graduated long before you were born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, in Patagonia, how, how long are you going to be there? I'll be there for, so I'm going with that, like, professional that kind of knows what they're doing, and about eight, so. eight or ten other people, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, so that'll be about 34 days, and then I'm going to stay for in a hostel for around seven or ten days afterwards uh, just to kind of hike on my own and kind of hopefully meet some new people. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Uh, and and the Galapagos Islands for conservation marketing? Yeah, so, so Galapagos Islands is like the... Uh, Kind of where where they have those giant turtles and like yeah. tortoises, yeah. So, um, I'm gonna go and they sometimes need some help to market um, their national like national parks and stuff. So people kind of come or they're like people that kind of catch fish, like market like those stores and stuff because they don't really have enough money to do so. Some people aren't really kind of coming uh, to visit, I guess, from Ecuador or other places like that. So, uh, I'll be volunteering there to kind of help them with their marketing. Um, I guess, because 
afterwards, I, I, I kind of enjoy photography and videography. Um, so it would be kind of cool to learn more about that and especially in the Galapagos. You know. Well, you can, you've got some help on the photography <laughs> yeah. and the family. So, yeah. uh, okay. Afterwards, you want to volunteer in third world countries. Yeah, so my, um, my mom and my grandpa both did that. So my grandpa, really? my grandpa went to Haiti for uh, medicine, like oh, just kind of yeah, yeah. So that's kind of uh, where he's going from. And then my mom went to Ghana um, to kind of help with medicine as well. Uh, so either of those would be kind of cool. I'm not um, very into or good at kind of the medicine stuff. So, but I am good at I, I guess. I do want to help people, so probably in another way than medicine, but... Okay, so humanitarian photography, nature yeah. photography, and you're interested in doing film and document travels and major, maybe later turn photography into a career. Yeah, so um, kind of, I guess, um, photography would be cool to turn into a career probably after I'm done. I don't know when I would be done doing this type of photography stuff, um, just traveling, but um, after that it would be cool to kind of turn it into a career, maybe doing like um, wedding photos for a little bit just so I could get enough money to kind of go on these volunteering trips. Um, I am going to take a gap year uh, after afterwards. I'm graduating in December, so I'll be an early graduate and then I would be taking a gap year, so I've got some time to think about what I'm going to do afterwards, but that would probably be a job I would I would like to do to kind of make some money to go volunteer. Yeah, because you you got to have a little bit of cash. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. So uh, we'll, we'll get back to you. Okay. Both, but uh, now you have to. Since I don't have a cheat sheet, you have to tell me what you're all about, what you're planning on doing. All right. So I am not super like athletic like into sports so I'm more like musically and like art inclined um, I've been in band since for like seven years now since fifth grade I've been playing trombone um, for all that while as well so I've gotten into like numerous um, orchestras and symphonies like through colleges around the area so I recently just got accepted into an NKU program where I get to play um, for one of their orchestras but I'm not sure if that's entirely something I want to do as a career. It's more of like a side gig, something I like mm -hmm. to enjoy. And for, so after school, like after I graduate, so I'm going all the way until spring. I'm not graduating early because I still need a few more credits. Um, but I plan to travel up to New York because I'm into fashion and like the creativity side. So there's a fashion institute in um, New York that I'd like to apply to, I think it'd be really good for networking and meeting more people Yes. and getting into more of that sort of side of so, business. So you are, are you torn between a career in music and fashion or? Um, I thought about going into music. I'm not sure if it's something I can make a career out of, but I definitely give it a shot if I get the chance. I'm more sort of leaning towards fashion because it's something I think I'm able to achieve realistically and it's something I'm more like enjoyed. Okay, but if, if you had your choice, if you were 
Tommy, well, I should say Tommy Dorsey, you won't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> the, uh, if you're a great trombone player, what is that? What what would you really want between the two of them? Um, if I was able to make a career out of playing music, I think I would because I'm already at a level where I think I would. Um, so, so from where I'm at now, I think. Okay, hold up. <laughs> take your time. Hey, yeah, don't worry about it. Just take your time. So. If I was able to make a career, if I was like a super professional, was able to get into like a top like orchestra, I think I would want to do that. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it now, just playing my instrument, um, because I'd be able to like travel places, especially for like if I'm working under like like a Chicago Symphony or something. If I was with them, I'd be able to travel out, play at for people like in their concert hall um, and traveling would be a lot of fun just to go places and perform for people so I mean ideally I think I'd want to do that rather than go into fashion just because I'd be able to have a more flexible schedule and mm -hmm. travel more so why not give it a shot that's a good question um, <laughs> I'm just not entirely sure if it's something I can like mentally like commit to. I think it would be a lot of hard work and a lot of practice would have to go into it as well. And it's not I'm not sure if I have the time as but, of now to really But you know, nothing comes easy. You know. So if you know if and again if if you really are passionate about something, I'd definitely give it a shot. So, okay, let's let's get back to Elena. Uh, what was your favorite subject in ba at Batesville High School? Um, and who was your favorite teacher? Science was my favorite subject. I think I took every single science class at Batesville High School. Um, two of my favorite teachers would definitely be Hartman and Miss Tincher. Miss Tincher, I've taken all of her classes. She was the first science class I took as a freshman, and I took zoology. And at that point, it's only like it was only four juniors and seniors really. So I was the only freshman in a junior and senior class, and she made me talk in front of everyone. And she really lighted my passion, and like showed me all these things I could do with science. Like it's not just it's not just chemistry, it's not just zoology, it's so many different things. Um, and then with Hartman, she was my soccer coach too, and she is obsessed with biology, and she made me a little obsessed with biology. And at first it was marine biology that I was pretty set on going on, like into, but over the years I've just explored a lot of different areas of science, like environmental, zoology, chemistry, anatomy and I just found a passion in medicine. Uh, have you made lifelong friends at the high school? Yes, I have. Okay, because I'll tell you, there's nothing like having friends. For, I'll be 85 in January. 
I still go once a month to my high school. I went to Elder High School in Cincinnati. So I go once a month to high school lunches. Uh, we just had our, I organized our 70th grade school reunion about two months ago. And I mean, I've been in touch with these people. Uh, I'm still in touch with five people that I was in the service with, that uh, three of them I haven't seen since 1961, but we're still in touch with them. Yeah, so I met my be lifelong best friend like my freshman year, and she was a junior. So she's graduated now, but I talk to her all the time. And when she comes home, I don't leave her house. Oh, it's that's like great. three hours yeah. or three days straight just living at her house. That's great. Okay, and how about you? Favorite subject, favorite okay. teacher, or teachers? Okay. Um, well, my favorite subject would probably be business. Um, I'm, I really enjoy business and marketing. Uh, like I said, like conservation marketing, but um, so the teachers for that, I think I think my favorite teachers would probably be uh, Mr. Shook, who is new, but I mean, he's really grown on me. I really like him. And uh, Mr. Clearman, which is actually a Spanish teacher and has nothing to do with business, but he, <laughs> he's... Well, I wouldn't say that. Not with the Spanish that's population true. in this country. <laughs> that's true. But, uh, which, yeah, could could lead to like business opportunities but yeah he's he's probably one of my favorite um and have i made lifelong friends uh i think i hope so uh, yeah. <laughs> like i hope i guess i um i think that i made friends that um i really enjoy to be around and so i hope i can enjoy to be around them for my whole life so okay. anthony same thing um so favorite teachers um my favorite subject was it's probably business. Um, my favorite teacher for that is Mrs. Martini. Um, she's really silly, and she always brings in a bunch of snacks for everyone. And I feel like she's just like really rich and lives in a big house. <laughs> um, and my other favorite teacher would probably be. So we have a new band director that came in. His name's Cameron, Ever Cameron Everidge. He came from Switzerland County. But throughout the years, we've had like three or four different directors because our program is kind of um, flunking a little. But I feel like it's something we're able to bring up now with the okay. new director we just got. Lifelong friends. So I think I met my one lifelong friend in around third grade. Um, we've been close ever since, still best friends today. He's actually going into more photography as well. That's like his niche. Um, and I just always enjoy hanging and spending time with him because he's a really down-to-earth guy and you can talk to him about anything. Okay. So, oh, okay, since we're done with this part, do the three of you have any questions for each other or question for me? I just We're just talking. I kind of want to know how you got into podcasting <laughs> well okay well first of all I get bored easily <laughs> and I, um, I I think everybody knows Batesville people like to have a drink now and then so I uh, 
I, I used to drink a lot of beer, but uh, I'd look like Buddha if I drank that much at my age. So uh, I was going to, I, I usually drink a few ounces of whiskey a night. It's good for your health. And, and I have a pretty extensive collection of it. But So the Batesville Liquor Store, I went in for a tasting one evening. And uh, Mike and Terry Gardner are the owners. And Mike came up to me and said, boy, I'm glad you made it. I said, oh, okay. He said, well, Cross the Line 1524 has a podcast here tonight. I said, well, that's nice. He said, no, you're the guest. I said, oh, when did this come back? He said, well, I forgot to call you. So, so I was a guest on their podcast, and we really had a lot of fun, and we're good friends. There's four of them, and there's more on their podcast now, but we're good friends to this day. And uh, so they said, well, we've got to have you back again. So I said, okay. So I went back on another podcast, and then I had them out here for a podcast because uh a hobby of mine is guns, and I have a shooting range, so uh, they all came out, we did a podcast about that. And right before that, I thought, you know, this is kind of fun. I said, I think I could do that. I don't know if anybody's going to listen or not, but I think I could do that. So I jumped in, I got the best equipment I could find, made a lot of mistakes in the early podcasts. The road, this system here is like the equivalent of what an iPhone is now today. I mean, years ago, on a radio studio, if they hit something like this, it'd take up maybe this table and part of another table. So uh, the big mistake I made with this is listening to the manufacturer when they said, just plug it in, it's ready to go. That, that's not the case. And I kept having problems with people not getting up to the microphone like that or speaking low and I'm trying to adjust the microphone. So finally, after a while, of frust a lot of frustration, I uh, got on YouTube and this one fellow makes a living tutoring people on various technical things. So this is a road podcaster pro. And he, so I've listened to his spiel on this. And he says, the first thing you have to do is forget all the factory settings. So I had to listen to him, write down all his settings, get into this, get into my noise gate, my equalizer, everything, on every microphone, and when I do a remote podcast, I had to change everything. Once I did that, that's why we're able to sit here and talk to microphone this far away. And, uh, and in the past, if I just do something like that, it would, it would pick it up in the podcast. So I by changing the noise gate settings in each microphone at home. So it's, uh, uh, and this was a challenge for me. <laughs> so I, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I, I was always okay with tech, but yeah, this is something totally different. And I thought, well, I can do this, so I did it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so all three of us are going out to do great big things. Do you have any advice for us for just go, getting out into the real world? I, I, I'll tell you. I I think, to my my opinion, success is making an impact on other people. You have to have make some money, and in my case, with seven kids, I had to make a lot of money. So, but you know, you you want to do things. Um, you you got you got to make money. You got to earn that, but. Monetary success has nothing to do with being a successful person. And make an impact. Uh, treat everybody like you want to be treated. Any walk of life. And, uh, and have friends. I, my, uh, excuse me, I can't drink. Uh, go ahead and just keep talking. So me and Anthony actually were listening to your podcast uh, this morning, and uh, I guess getting high schoolers on uh, this podcast isn't really what you usually do. You usually just have the whiskey and guns usually, but so like, <laughs> what what this made you decide? Okay, now like I should get the well, high schoolers on. Well, whiskey and guns. It was basically it's whiskey and beer tasting, but yeah, yeah. the big podcast has always been. And wait, let me get back. Let me, let me get back to you. First, I'm sorry. But uh, anyway, kind of a light bulb went off when I was 30 years old. Or, and, and I always tried to live by this, but I, I started saying this and trying to live by it all my life. There are four things. Faith, family, friends, country. Everything else is background music. Okay, now, go ahead. Okay, so pretty much it just um, seems like you were having a lot of fun, you know, doing what you were doing in your podcast before. So what made you decide, like, you should get... Uh, well, my best podcast, and I tell you, nobody wants to listen to me. My <laughs> best my best podcast are the guests. Mm -hmm. I've had Mike Bettis on here. I've had uh, police chief, fire chief, uh, industry leaders. Uh, I'll tell you something that is really was important to me. Uh, I think it was last, maybe it was last October, and I've said this before in my podcast, but uh, one of my best friends was on my podcast and out of Cincinnati. We both went, grew up kind of together, went to school together. He retired as president of Dubois Chemical. Great family man, interesting life. Anyway, we did about an hour and 10 minute podcast. Uh, two months later, he dropped dead. So I'm at his celebration of life and his daughter, Missy, uh, came up to me and thanked me for having a podcast. And I told her, I said, well, Missy, what you want to do is have all your siblings, nieces, nephews download this podcast because 100 years from now, when they're looking at great-great-grandpa Jack, 
they can listen to his life. And, uh, and so 20 years from now, you might have kids at BHS or some other school and you say, hey, would you like to listen to my podcast? Because when I'll, I'll show you before you leave here how you can, and this will be easy for you, all you have to do is download a podcast uh, uh, and share it, well, share it on your Facebook, on your media and such, and hopefully the underclassmen and everybody in the school will be interested. But what you want to do is put it on your computer, uh, download it, put it on, just drag drop it on your computer, then do what you want with it. You can save it in your photos for videos or put a separate file, put it on a thumb drive, whatever you want to do, pass it on to relatives, uh, and you got, you got a permanent record of this in your senior year in high school. So, and uh, another thing, I don't know, did, uh, I don't know if anybody's told you, but uh, do you all know Kyle Laker? Yeah. Okay. Talked to Kyle the other day. I've got some uh, portable podcasting equipment that I've used for remote podcasts, which I'm donating a set. I got a set on order for Batesville High School. But a show taught how to use them. And the neat thing would be if students or faculty would want to check these out, which I think they will. Take it home, talk to your parents, and say, we're going to do a, pa a family podcast. Not, you're not going to put it out on a podcast site or anything, but you're going to do a family podcast, and this is something for generations forever. So yeah. does, does that interest you? That is pretty interesting. Yeah. I've, uh, after doing that like podcast at school, I've kind of gotten into, like, trying to learn all the types of uh, technology and stuff that kind of goes into it, so it would, yeah. would kind of be cool. Well, it's kind of neat. I've got a, I've got a grandson who, uh, he's a senior at Mississippi State, and fortunately he's had a part-time job as a DJ for the school radio station. And this past summer, well, obviously he's majoring in media, uh, this past summer, he was fortunate enough to shadow a reporter on Channel 19 in Cincinnati. And after the interview done by the regular reporter, people were kind enough, uh, including Orlando Brown from the Bengals, to do the same interview with him. So that's on his resume. His podcast is on is on that he did here it's on a resume for him and uh, his work at the radio station so and the the unfortunate thing uh, I hope he gets to Cincinnati because when you're out of school and you get a job for a radio or TV station they don't pay you anything I mean it's just it, it's it's tough to make a living at uh, until you get into a you know, maybe an anchor or a little bit different operation, but uh, so it's interesting. And I think I think you're right because you're you're relaxed talking. And you're all relaxed talking in the microphone, and that's the way it should be. Because sooner or later, 
you're going to have to make a speech in front of a lot of people. Speech or, or, class. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's, uh, and, and you know, if again, if you guys can impact other people's lives, that's what it's all about. So anything else? Any questions? You got questions for each other or anything? Or do you know each other real well? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. since it's baseball, we kind of... Um, have met each other and kind of I, I, I talked to both of them for a long time so it's I mean it's kind of cool to do this podcast with them because you kind of know them and you but you don't really know like what they're going to go into after high school you never really ask that question often so it was kind of cool to, yeah you know hear it but yeah yeah well it's it's uh, it, you know podcasting's fun it's just another form of media um it's uh there's three million podcasters in the world, and I think I I still don't know why I I've got a little under sixty percent. I think it's fifty eight percent of my listeners are in Indiana, so the the other forty two percent are scattered in forty one states, and limited listeners in fourteen countries. I have. No idea why somebody wants to listen to me from Macedonia or, <laughs> or Dubai or, you know, in England. Yeah. And, and I, I think my, most of the listeners in a foreign country, I believe, is Greece. So, <laughs> and I, that could have been because my one granddaughter, uh, she's an RN, and her and a gribble, uh nurses went to Greece for a vacation. So maybe they met somebody and they're they listening from that. I don't know. Maybe. So, uh, well, we're at about 42 minutes, and I know you guys cannot wait to get back to class. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go again, ladies before gentlemen. Elena, you have any parting comments for your underclassmen? Because... I'll tell you, I'm putting some of my podcast back. Uh, you're going to be on tomorrow. <laughs> so okay. I'm going to work out until you're on tomorrow. So. Um, I, I don't know. I guess it's when, like, you have a dream, just go out and do it. Like, me going to Japan wasn't really in the cards for a while, but when my mom recommended it, it... It was something that I wanted to do, and I had a lot of passions in going back to Japan. And, I mean, like, even with going to Spain, I know a lot of students want to go. So just go. Like, go do it. Because you learn so many valuable life lessons from just exposing yourself to different things, whether that be going abroad or even just picking up an internship for a week. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess... I've, I kind of run on impulse moves, so uh, a lot of things I don't think through that much. So, <laughs> um, uh, but I think that's almost a, a better thing than not doing anything, I guess. So, and high school kind of goes by pretty fast. So, um, do pretty much any, I guess, all you all you can. Um, I I didn't think I was gonna do that podcast at our school that uh, SRT Live until five pretty much six weeks ago and then we started it like five weeks ago so it was kind of everything I have done that's kind of or I went to Spain as well and so everything I have done kind of was just like a 
Yeah, I'll do that. So. Well, little advice. I have a very <laughs> impulsive personality, but I recognized that years ago, and I've never made an impulsive decision. I weigh it. I make sure that I, I take a couple days' time to think about, and because I was in business for 54 yeah. years, and you just don't make impulsive decisions. But my, that that's part of my DNA, and I'm a was impulsive, but I managed to control it. And you better do that. <laughs> what did you do in business? <laughs> well, I we we. I started out, I got out of the service, I went to work selling insurance, Metropolitan Life, then I went on to Sun Oil Company, and my, at that, when I decided to go in business, I started out with a service station, and we had a two-and-a-half-year-old child, an 11-month-old child, and a three-week-old child. And I had $500. So I borrowed money. And six years later, I had 17 different businesses and 200 people working for me. Jeez. And then when we eventually moved to Batesville, I was kind of burnt out. And it started with a motorcycle shop and a tire store. And I still had some business that I was uh, get. I was selling out in Cincinnati and uh, my two sons now have Greensburg Motorsports uh, up in Greensburg but uh, you know it was a pretty good ride for 500 bucks so <laughs> yeah so, okay. so this is my little piece of advice a lot of people have like different opinions and a lot of them are like really scared to like share them with people because they may differ but I feel like it's very important to share your thoughts and feelings with everyone because that may like cause a spark or cause them to think something that they haven't before. And I feel like that's really important, especially with connecting with people and getting to know everyone better. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, it, it it doesn't work that well with politics. So just right. yeah, just stay out of that, you know, if you can. Okay, well I think uh, we're forty six minutes. I think it's time to wrap things up. I want to thank the seniors from Batesville High on our initial podcast. Uh, been very enlightening. I think you're all going to have a very successful and productive life. Uh, I'm really impressed uh, because I'll, I'll tell you, when I was in high school, I didn't have any thoughts like this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I can't wait till the next group because this has really been fun, uh, been very informative. And we're going to go out right now with the national anthem. I want to thank everybody for listening. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And I will talk to you on the next podcast.